Hey, 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 since Cameron didn't say it. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Cult Classic Podcast. Mark Nussel here with me, Cameron Jones. Oh, wow. I don't know. He switched it up, so Along I switched it up. Along with the ever-fragrant... Jordan Jones. Jordan Jones. But now that clipped. Jordan Jones. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan Jones. Just speak like a normal person. I don't uh, speak like a normal person, though. I know. We need to get Jordan condenser Jones. mics around here. Uh, we are going for a straight up cold classic. We're getting back in the eighties. We're getting a cold classic director, John Carpenter, and we're getting a hunk from the eighties with a gorgeous head of hair, Kurt Russell. We've been listening to a lot of Steve Winwood as of recently. Uh, so we're bringing it back to the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure have. Uh, what do you think we do an uh, actual cult classic, boys? What do you think? We've done one out of the last four. We'll do one for you, one for us, and one for everybody. <laughs> All for one and one for us. This one's for the people. We're doing the 1981 film, Escape from New York. So all of New York has turned into a maximum security prison. There's a wall surrounding it. Because that's the easiest way to do it, yeah, right? Yeah, apparently we don't care about historic New York anymore. And Air Force One, in true action movie uh, logic, crashes into... Over the side of Manhattan, I cra- guess. Crashes into maximum security New York. And there's only one man who can get the president out. That's newly convicted Kurt Russell, Snake Plissken. We've got what 1981 people think 1997 is going to look like. <laughs> it's not that far in the future. <laughs> nope. But they went for Once it. you go in, you don't come out. Uh, this is Kurt Russell being John Wayne and or... Um, well, Clint I think Eastwood Kurt Russell again. is always John Wayne. True. And it works again. Uh, if you want a movie that's a little less campy than Big Trouble in Little China, and you want something made a little better than The Warriors, then good news. You got yourself Escape from New York. This is Warriors meets Terminator 1. <laughs> a glider landing on the World Trade Center which in 1981, nobody thought, ooh, it's going to age weird. Yeah. Directed by John Carpenter. Written by Nick Castle. Score by John Carpenter. <laughs> Lee Van Cleef. Donald Pleasance. Isaac Hayes. Chef. Adrian Barbo. Ernest Borgnine. Season Hubley. Charles Cyphers. Tom Atkins. Escape from New York. So is this a cult classic? Yeah. yeah. For once, yes. Is this a cult classic? No, no, no. Don't belittle us. We okay. do a lot of cult classics. Look at our list. I'd say we're 75% cult classics. It's just when we don't do it, we really don't fucking do it. We do nostalgia. Yeah, it's mostly nostalgia when we don't do it. Yeah, so get off our backs. We're just humans. Get off our backs, guys. God, and uh, I'm talking to guys, I mean Cameron. Reading a <laughs> lot of hate. Yeah, from Cameron, just in... Oh, I mean, easy ways to kind of tell. John Carpenter, he is a cult kind of director. He has a following for horror, and just like he had a... Fr- like, Halloween is obviously a classic and just a big breakout first movie. So you Let, have John Carpenter behind it. Let's tick off all the things from this movie that are low budget, check. Oh, this is the highest budget he had. That he had. It was still it, seven mil. Seven mil. That's it's not. Like, that's not. I was looking at it. It was like it, that's like sixteen mil in today's money. Okay, but that's. So a, I guess that's that, a, you're, no, you're right. It's not a blockbuster. It's not like a, a five hundred mil movie. Okay, so yeah, I'll, it's still I'll agree in with the you. studio. I mean, he didn't make it for like peanuts, but he had already come off hits, right? So he was already a kind of a cult director. He's coming off of Halloween and the Mist. Yeah, uh, the fog. Sorry, oh, fuck. That's, Every single time that that happens. Um, <laughs> The character has an iconic look. For Christ's sake, he has an eye patch. He's a he's a modern day pirate, and it's a genre film. True. 
There you go. Yeah, for once, this is totally a cult classic. Uh, you, you don't, you can't even Stop battle. Uh, for I once, to, okay. Can you be? Can this be a Halloween costume? Is that a good thing for a cult movie, or just kind of? Yeah, actually, well, here's what. Here's a good thing. If it's a good that cult movie, into the mainstream a little more. Maybe that's true. If it's a good cult movie, it's a good Halloween costume where people give you nods. I guess that's like, oh, not uh, true though, because you could still do like. Camera kind of explained it. Uh, here's here's what a cult Halloween costume is from a cult movie. Not most people don't get it, but you'll get the occasional. Hey, oh, oh nice, Snake man. Like if you nice. wore like a. Uh, a chainsaw arm. Every every like twenty people would be like, hey, yeah. hey. Most people would just be like, okay, Halloween chainsaw arm. Everybody else would be like, hey, Ash, Evil Dead Two, Ash, yeah. nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, this is a cult classic. We're do we're going off uh, the list in a, a, a popular, nominated, and rated movie. So we're getting into it. Uh, should we move on to cast and crew? Let's do it. All right, cast and crew. Um, actually, pretty uh, notable cast. It's not that big, uh, but Which let's nice. start off with Kurt Russell plays Snake Plissken. I mean, you, you know who Kurt Russell is. Just go back and listen to our Big Trouble Little China episode. Yeah, really, we really touched on it there, so I feel like we don't have to touch too much on Kurt Russell, but uh, he's great. Favorite role for me, I thought about this, it's not Captain Ron, it's Tombstone. Yeah, I figured you'd be a Tombstone. Definitely said Captain Ron and Big Trouble uh, Little Mine's China. Miracle. Yeah. But it might be bigger trouble in Little China. Uh, yeah, mine's probably Miracle too. Lee Van Cleef plays Hulk. Lee Van Cleef was in a me. bunch of westerns. Okay. Yeah, uh, you like, look at his IMDb; it's all westerns. Yeah, but some of the big ones, like I the think good, the bad, the ugly. Right. Okay, so stuff I should know, but I, 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 I'm not. I've never been a big western guy. So I, I, mean, I don't know what the next. I kind of like is. feel like I'm. I haven't hit my western phase, but it's coming. Yeah, I it feel seems like coming. we got to be like more like middle age, getting on mid age crisis, and that's kind of when like you get into John Wayne like stuff. Like thirty six, I'm gonna be like deep in like a western phase. I don't like westerns. I tried. I don't. They are boring. I just I've never even really given it much of a try. So I mean, other than slow west and like <laughs> modern westerns, but those are different. Yeah, there's there's the classic Hollywood ones, and there's spaghetti westerns, and there's like everything after that. Uh, Ernest Borgnine plays the cabbie. He's fucking Mermaid Man from uh, SpongeBob, like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Oh, really? He, he plays that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he was basically in movies since like the fifties. I was about to say, I know he's like more of an older classic actor, and he probably has like a bunch of movies we're missing from there. He had a voice in Small Soldiers. Sorry, I have to bring Small Soldiers up every time. Uh, honestly, Mark, you are bringing up the roles that we, being alive, would probably remember him from. So that's actually super helpful. He's in um, basketball. From- yeah. He's in basketball. He's in baseball. He's the owner that dies and um, gives the team to the South Park guys. He's in um, The Dirty Dozen. He's a general in that. I love that movie. If you like classic war movies from 1967, check that out from here to eternity from 1953. Um, and then basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's in like a thousand movies. Like you guys said, he's acted his whole career and lived a very long time. Isaac Hayes plays the Duke. Uh, I mean, he's I, chef from he's chef South from Park. South Park for sure. I mean, I just know Isaac Hayes in a, in a bunch he's of things. The right? father of Achu from mm-hmm. uh, oh, Robin Hood well, Men in Tights. Actually, that's I sneeze. The, this is the second time he's actually made it onto the podcast. Then go yeah. back and listen to Robin Hood Men in Tights. And he also uh, works in the music department for the movie Shaft. He was the composer for Shaft. I mean, he Shaft. sings. He's he's a Shaft song. Donald Pleasance. Uh, he plays the president. He's Dr. Loomis. Yeah, he's Dr. Loomis. I didn't realize that because he doesn't... I don't know, he was thicker in those movies or something. Well, 
it turns out a trench coat covers up your imperfections. Whole midsection. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, we never see him. He's always wearing a trench coat. We also talked to him when we did uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, he's obviously an older actor. He was a little more renowned when John Carpenter got him for Halloween. So. The Great Escape. I just watched that movie, and, I, and you can totally tell it's him. He plays His like voice the, cuts the out, yeah, for sure. Harry Dean Stanton plays the brain. You know Harry Dean Stanton. He's a country musician, good time friends, long time drinker and smoker with Woody, uh, Woody Nelson. Uh, who's the smoking pot redheaded wonder? Woody Nelson. No, no, no. Nope. Woody Harris. Woody Harris. Uh, no. Nope. Willie, Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Jesus. Jesus, you really got me stuck with Woody. I'm like, we're right. It's a W. So he's kind of a jack of all trades. I uh, heard was a hilarious guy. Uh, passed in like the 2000s, 2017, I think. You guys know him from Green Mile. Walk in the mile. Walk oh, in the him? Green Mile. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like stands in for the executions. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. He's also in Cool Hand Luke, Repo Man, Alien. It's just, I don't know, it's got a cool Oh, I know him from Alien, too. Alien's maybe was, my most was, notable role I was reading him. through his list, and it said Twister, and I'm like, no, where, where is he in Twister? I didn't and see him in Twister. And, and I know what you're thinking. He's not in Twister. He's in Twister. It's another movie just called <laughs> Twister. <laughs> nice, okay. nice. Listen to some of his movies, though. Red Dawn, uh, The Last Temptation of Christ, The Godfather 2, The Green Mile, Twin Peaks. I know a lot of people like that. Adrian Barbo, uh, she plays Maggie. She looks familiar, but I don't know what I know her from. Uh, your, her voice is something you'll recognize. Uh, this is more for you, Cameron. She is um, Hera in God of War 3. Oh, good. Just got done playing that. She's That's also why her voice in, is familiar. She's also in Arkham Asylum. She's the voice of Arkham, just kind of like the city... Uh, yeah. I played it, but that, that one's less familiar for sure. I just got done playing God of War 3, so that actually... shit ton of TV work. Yeah, that maybe that's why her she has a super familiar face. I Man, I just couldn't quite place it. Charles Cyphers, he plays uh, the Secretary of State. He's also in the Fog. Uh, Tim Atkins also in the Fog, which is nice. John Carpenter's one of those people that kind of during this time had like a troop with him and used a lot of recurring. Isn't cast that the members. dream? Yeah, having just, just get a fun a, group to get in a troop would be great. I think hey, Jamie we'll Lee you. Curtis is like, yeah, uh, the Sh- voice of like. Um, the, the beginning, One of the departments uh, or something. At, at the very beginning, it's uncredited, but she's the voice of the computer describing dystopian New York. There, okay, yeah. There is an uncredited... It's on IMDb or something. Not in the credits. Steve Buscemi. What? Huh. Look for it. Didn't see it. Is that the it. first like dude who's like laughing weird when he... Because I was going to recast that. That one. is my <laughs> recasting, so it can't be him. It has to be him. Cause it's it looks, not. It's some other dude. I looked oh, no, that, that guy comes back up in the movie. He's yeah, kind yeah. of the right-hand man. It's so. like the Dragon Ball Z yeah. hair. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z hair is... Hair is exactly. R- Romero. <laughs> oh, Frank Doubleday. What a good name. I have found that I have a talent for the weird laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> uh, season Hubley is the... This one's a fun one. Season Hubley, which I guess she was married to Kurt Russell at the time. Um, she plays the girl in Chock Full of Nuts. Which is, That's just the girl that gets dragged through the floor then? Yeah, yeah. Which, okay. she, which is just funny. Like, girl in Chock Full of Nuts. <laughs> Could have been like, I'm Vanessa. Like, in just True. Vanessa. In fact, she girl might in Chock Full of Nuts. We didn't get that far. We didn't get to names. But like a notable cast, people who have like long careers in, in the movie industry. I like doing those casting careers better than the ones you just like. And this guy, I don't know. This guy, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, unfortunately for me, though, a lot of these people, like because they have like a longer career, I don't probably know a lot of their 
up and coming respected stuff, but I just kind of know you will find you know, sometimes. Them, yeah, I know of. I definitely know of them, but I mostly know like stupid kid movies that they get put in later in their career. Kind of where I end up getting a lot of these like genre of act or uh, era of actors. You're saying you wish you knew them at their at their prime, or no? I just wish I knew more about. Them. I wish I knew oh. more extensively about their career for this segment. You kind of see it sometimes with Small Soldiers is sick, dude. I don't care what you say. <laughs> up and coming, up and coming film directors uh, would get aging people that have been in the business a long time think like Quentin Tarantino is like oh I'm going to take you who used to be in movies and then there's like respect for him so I assume that people wanted to work with John Carpenter like cool he'll make something good right I'll mm. do it or he had enough clout to be like hey be in this movie moving on to likes and favorite aspects likes and favorite aspects I mean, throwaway, like and favorite aspect. John Carpenter just seems to compose and write a lot of original music for his movies, and I like it. Do everything. Yeah, I had JC Music, too. What aspect <laughs> of it do you like the most about it? Because I have a specific How, 80, how, how much it's there's all always, done on a keyboard. Everything is oh, done yeah, on a Casio. It's always like an arpeggiated, like... <laughs> yeah. And, like, the drums are always, like... Do, 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 and like clicky do, kind of do, do, do. stuff and just like it's very like a, clicky You're it's right. like a stupid 80s that. like pop beat do you it's know like, why because on your keyboard you can just hit that button that goes yeah and yeah yeah 100%. so <laughs> i like his for lack of a better word single note guitar riffs but from the keyboard when something happens it's very minimalistic but it really does work with these kind of uh low light thriller movies and uh, it we talked about him. this it's, with like the director of the others, but it's kind of fun when like the director has his hands in on everything because then I feel like maybe not no, mo- as much with this one, but the music can match up a little more with like the vision and what's happening. How hard to work with is this guy though, right? Like I'm going to direct it, and then uh, I want it to sound like this though. Sorry, Jer. But think about this. Think about the look of this movie. Think about the look of I haven't seen all, I haven't seen the fog or the mist, whichever one it is. Well. A lot of little, jingle. A lot of jingle there. Just people know I party, okay? <laughs> Jesus, get off my back. No, so... He's doing a little coke off his keys. I don't know if this is why he does it. Maybe just he probably just likes to make music. He's like, I'll make the score. Think how much money, money he saves on the score and puts it into set design. Because his movies That's have true. a scope that doesn't reflect... a. His movies seem like they cost more than they spend on it. Yeah, that's true. It Actually, looks that would better. be a nice cut. But he's paying a price on his, his mind, man. He's spread thin. Yeah. He has to do, as a side project for his music career, direct movies. It must be a real <laughs> right. hard bummer. Yeah. Uh, my next like is kind of a cheat because I know some unverified, but I'm not going to throw that in now, but just like some of the practical effects they did because like they wanted to lean into some CGI stuff, but it was too costly. So just like the fact that they like found like dystopia, like East St. Louis, <laughs> Illinois, and that was like burned I'll out add on that to a little bit with my uh, like is like the neon, almost like Tron display mm-hmm. images and, yeah. and just the coloring of it all. I don't know. It felt like the the, the super eighties, but the, I, I like that. The practical effects for the actual dystopia in New York, it was like actually kind of well done. Where it was a believable, like shots from New York. Well, like for the effects of the eh, time. I mean, for the effects of the time. I expected the movie to be a little different, but w- the one thing I really liked is, um, as he entered New York, it was stark, and he moved slow, and it was shot the way it was. It was dark. It wasn't lit. Things moved in the shadows. I really liked the. F- that 20 minutes when he got to New York. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of the movie. Oh. It's really good. It is. It surprised me. I thought this movie was going to be way different, but that one surprised me. Let's talk about uh, Snake's just j- overall appearance. That's a big like of mine. 
The oh. flowing hair. He's got a great oh, flow. Dude. Like the but, eye patch. As long as he's working with John Carpenter, his hair is beautiful. I like the camo pants even. His his hair is beautiful and everything. The except. black King Cobra that's slithering up from his nether Ooh, regions. That is a dislike, actually. I kind of That's don't. a huge like for me. <laughs> huge like. I like the positioning. Here's I, what you it don't looks know. like a question mark. Easy. It Easy. looks like a question mark. I did not put together the first time that that was a snake. And I, I thought, thought it was, was a Riddler. Mark on his stomach. I was like, why is that there? I that's patch. how he got the name. Can't go wrong with the eye patch. That's not why he got the name. Oh, I got drunk and got a cobra on my, <laughs> on my stomach. You guys just want to keep calling me Snake then? Or? <laughs> um, I do have a question, I guess, based off this and the costumes. I Wrong like it. category. What do you got to like, though? <laughs> yeah, I like the eye patch, and I like his hair. <laughs> I agree. You know, because of this, I kind of, if I, next Halloween, this might be my costume. And somebody, this, if you tights, go out and like, leave your living room, will be like, hey, Snake Pilsen? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got it. Here's a f- here. I'm a fan of this to go off your appearance um, comment. Anytime a movie takes a stab at what the future is going to be, this is how you'll dress in 1997, 20 years from now, well, 30 is, years from now. Well, this is also dystopia in New York. This is prison New York, so theirs is a little more rags. And right, but this it's is also, also just a- like 10 years into the future, which yeah. is kind of wild. Yeah, <laughs> New York crime rate was bad at the time, they but they thought go- it was going to get bad. Uh, the car, the chandelier car, the Duke's car, his whole oh, thing wow. is pretty sweet. <laughs> That's kind of dope. Uh, I'm surprised uh, we never saw that on like a pimp my ride. Yeah, so I, I did read some unverified that it was it was like the inspiration for like a, a, an art piece car, but like not like a real thing. Especially Just, since this movie existed, that not one rapper was like, "I want chandeliers on my goddamn yeah, car." Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, never, I, never I'm guessing that's not street legal as the the big thing stopping people, but not even for fun. Um, yeah, I I, th- I thought in in a world where resources and gas are limited. The Duke is like, get chandeliers on my goddamn car. Uh, what else oh, do you like? want to know, small like? What's that? In this this world of prison, New York City, not everything lost. They're still doing stage performances. They the have theater. a musical theater program. I like that, too. Yeah. I do I like that. that. I did not for a comment, but I love that there's still theater in New there's York. There's still theater in New York. Uh, What's wrong were, with Broadway? Tickets were hard to get. Uh, they tried cats, but nobody's... <laughs> They tried Cats here. I guess Cats probably wasn't out by 81, or was it? I don't even know. I don't know. Seems timeless, right? No. (laughs) Seems dated as shit. (laughs) Seems like maybe one of the most dated plays ever. I mean, overall, would you guys say, though, like, did you like the movie? Do you guys like it? I did. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to be an asshole, but it wasn't what I wanted, and that was maybe my own fault. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't personally like it. Okay, that's fair. Expectation management. I, I, I did expect something a little different, but I did like what I got out of it. I was kind of expecting, though, a mixture between um, Warriors and uh, if it was Terminator and Big, One, trouble. And, and, and Big Trouble in Little China. So this kind of delivered on what I was it expecting. It did have though. a big Warriors feel, though, didn't it? Oh, 100%. Because you're trying to just get out of New York. I mean, the whole thing is getting If away. you like this movie, see Warriors. If you like Warriors, see Godspell. <laughs> and I, i'll fucking stand by that <laughs> i mean warriors god spells warriors with a lot more jazz hands and music i don't even know what that means but i love it yeah yeah I it's the same take. movie without music uh you guys want to move on to unverified unverified Unverified. Who has a fact that they can't source? I have an antidote that I watched on YouTube. Kurt Russell told a little story at a screening of this movie. Mm-hmm. He goes, we shot in the, I guess the unverified or the verified is, they shot in East St. Louis in the 80s, which just was run down and 
Yeah, well, just like the quick unverified on that is they sent their uh, set directors and their set designers out just like on a especially expenses paid just like all over the world look for a city that looks run down and East St. Louis had a fire that burned down a huge strip that they just never rebuilt so they just oh didn't we talk about that like kind of like taking advantages of like some just just situations that oh yeah the the casinos that are about to be like taken yeah yeah that was that was it anytime I'm on a long drive and I see we live in the Midwest so I'll see a bunch of broken down barns I'm like. Scouting location for a World War II movie. <laughs> Boom. True. Can I just say, uh, towns that call themselves like East St. Louis that are in like a completely different state. Oh, it's infuriating. Those kind oh, of pissed me off. They deserve to burn to the ground. I'm, you said that, and I was like, oh, that's frustrating. Every time that happens, whichever one separates, they're like, no, 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 no. Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. That's I imagine a big that one. someone coming from St. Louis being like, fuck you guys. I'm making St. Louis over here. There's always one hey, side that feels hey, stupid. Su- <laughs> there's one side that feels superior to the other. Oh, sure. Like, no, no, no. They're- it ain't East St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, well, not mine, but uh, Kurt Russell's like, I was all, we didn't have a lot of security. Stuff was pretty run down. It was a low budget movie, and I was all dressed up like Snake. And I went out with a guy to go grab a sandwich, and we ran into uh, some rough guys. And they came up to me, and I showed them my gun. And they're like, we don't want no trouble, bro. I'm like, that didn't happen. You're lying to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to check that off the list of things that did not happen. Yeah, he said unverified. it, but it's unverified. If I see a guy in, like, white camouflage Was the 80s. Was the pants, 80s. Was the 80s. Yeah, never mind. I have no context. Yeah. And you got to carry I, What I say is bogus. Never mind. Uh, we, we, we touched on this already, but this was the biggest budget John Carpenter had. It was, uh, 7 million. <clears throat> it was seven, they had a 7 million budget and they made 9 million on opening weekend. So they made their money back immediately, which is nice. Kurt Russell says this is his favorite film and his favorite character that he's done. So that's kind of interesting, which is interesting. Cause this is super similar to big trouble in little China and just like a few other characters he's done. That's pretty much, uh, John Wayne and, or that's probably taken super out of context. I, he had to pick and he's, he picked this one. I, I mean, think, to throw a little into that though, he did like suggest things like he suggested the eye patch for this role and, uh, wild I mean, move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, like how many times do you think that happens? In wild like, move. No. Uh, well, just think about how much that would suck. I mean, like just to go off that, though, patch. like he, Kurt Russell did keep his costume from this, but it turns out Kurt Russell keeps all of his costumes from his roles. Oh, but really? he was happy to say that in Escape from L.A., like seven or eight years later, he was able to fit in the costume again. Um, I don't know if this is unverified or not, but uh, he also wears an eye patch in Captain Ron. Maybe <laughs> he just pitches it in every movie. Hey, this character needs an eye patch. That's Captain Ron. Uh, That's be- not Kirk Pilskin, the snake. <laughs> Plus, uh, because Plus of skin. the uh, because of the eye patch, he had to remove it be- in between sets because so his, he could see <laughs> his depth perception was being greatly affected by having it on for long periods. We had to make sure to take it off in between so he wouldn't. All that just makes Snake it. that much more of a badass. Like his depth perception, I can't see where I'm shooting. That's why he landed so <laughs> shitty on the top of the World Trade Rookie Center. Fuck. He landed fine. He just didn't stop. Well, well, because his depth perception was off. Uh, they didn't want Kurt Russell for this. This has a few uh, um, what ifs that we'll get to later. But uh, he was really eager on this because he had been Kurt Russell had been done a run of Disney roles, so he wanted to do like a tougher role to kind of get him out of that. And that's why he was really pushing for this, which might make it one of his favorite movies that he was able to like break out of a mold. To that point, Kurt Russell grew up as a child actor for like in a lot of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I don't have any off the top of my head, but essentially, like Herbie, you have to look. Yeah, you have to have those prefer. I want to know that Herbie and the Love Bug type movies oh so i believe that was he in that movie no but i just i don't have (laughs) but the shaggy dog whatever those live action disney movies but a lot of them more maybe made for tv and not released were 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 shown like the great world of disney back in the 60s right 
I think the Elvis movie in 1979 was his adult role that broke through. With John Carpenter, right? Uh, that I don't know. We well, could easily look it up. I'm pretty sure, but and I think that's why John Carpenter also pushed for Kurt Russell to be on the movie because I think they already worked together on that. That might be wrong, though. <laughs> but <laughs> seems pretty but, wrong. But I think that's right. Yeah, John Carpenter directed the TV version of the 1979 Elvis movie starring Kurt Russell. Nice. So, uh, the security guard uh, on Air Force One that tried to get into the uh, cockpit mm-hmm. is Stephen Ford, which is the late. President Gerald Ford, so that's kind of was he an actor? Or was that just like a fun like? Oh, you're the son. I of didn't look. I think he was an aspiring actor, but more given bones because he was Gerald Ford. Okay, son. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Might have been stunt e as well. Yes. Uh, we were talking about the effects and the neon lights and stuff. This is actually super interesting. So you know when they had like the 3D grid, like just anytime they were flying into New York and stuff. Yes, those were actually practical models with like some sort of stripping on the side that would reflect from the lighting. So anytime they were flying, that was actually a camera just going through a small model of New York. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because it like it did actually look computer generated. So whatever they did looks pretty sweet. But also, you would never look at that and be like, this is real. No, no, at all. I would just totally believe that's just beep, 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 like little like 80s style graphics. I think they could have been able to do that. But they said they, the technology was there, but it just was so costly that they just said, scrap that. Let's just make a model and fly the camera through. But it looked just like it. That's what computer graphics looked like. Yeah, it worked perfectly. Uh, did the city look, uh, did the model of the city look uh, familiar to you? Looks like New York City. Yep, and it was the New York City for Blade Runner in 1982. They just reused the same models. J.J. Uh, Abrams is tied to this movie. As a teenager, uh, he was uh, the one who suggested to Carpenter that Maggie's death uh, was maybe a little bit unclear so that they kind of elaborate on how she died a little bit more. Because like, initially when the Duke like ran into the car, it was kind of unclear that she had died. Um, and Abram's father was like a movie producer and got like a early cut of the movie. Yeah. And so he was like, he mentioned to his father that basically it was unclear how she died. I didn't know they didn't show her getting hit by the car originally. Uh, they didn't show that she was under the car. They didn't go to that clip of it and it just like was just the impact, I guess. Gotcha. Another JJ Abrams, uh, attached thing. So the movie poster for this, uh, for Escape from New York, had uh, a picture of the Statue of Liberty's head just in the middle of the street, but that actually just never happened. In fact, they shoot at the Statue of Liberty and it's like scene and stuff in the shots. But that's why J.J. Abrams said for Cloverfield, he made that scene where the monster hits the Statue of Liberty's head off and puts it in the middle of the street. Because he was always angry that that was on the poster, but it didn't happen in the movie. So that's why he incorporated it. All the movie posters for this movie are sick. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's iconic. It also makes it seem like he's going to have black hair, but he just has brown hair. There is, they shot an original, there's a deleted scene that they showed in the opening of the movie where they actually showed him robbing the bank committing his crime and i i watched it and i don't know if it makes the movie any better with it but it clarifies what he does i thought they escaped they, they kind of they go rushed over the that top. and on top of that there was also just like another actor who all this stuff was cut from the film but he's still credited yeah in he's film. in he's in that scene it's his part you said you watched it yeah i watched it because i i didn't understand why i was in prison i heard what they said i'm like wait what happened so when i was looking into it they it's not even it. that long of a movie they probably should have just like kept that yeah, or yeah, they should have. I watched it too. It, it, like it all kind of flowed with the movie. Yeah, and it made me understand what was going on quite a bit more. Actually, and you get another action scene that can be kind of which it kind of needs. Yeah, hmm, I wish we'd have seen that. Movie. Well, you watch on YouTube. It's this like for everybody eight minutes out there. long. It's it gets yeah. right to the point. 
Hmm. I would have maybe liked that. Uh, this is a sad fact. Uh, Donald Pleasance, uh, this is straight from IMDb, drew from his wartime experiences as a prisoner of war for his performance as the imprisoned president. So apparently he was an actual prisoner of war. Yeah, that that fact, yeah, that sucks. Every character that says, I heard you were dead uh, to Snake, they die. Oh, that was, that's a good one. That's, that's going to be nice one. for a rewatching. I didn't notice that. Uh, the plane that's down, the Air Force One, was actually a Convair, not Conair, a Convair 580. Oh, like the uh, the hair dryers. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, Conair. Conair. Conair is an off-brand um, hair dryer that Mark uses. That come out before or after <laughs> the, the movie. Market. They're at every hotel I've ever been at. Uh, <laughs> but they got that from like a plain graveyard. But when they brought it in, they had to do it in the dead of the night because they never actually got the paperwork to bring what? that in. They stole it? Well, they didn't have feel... they didn't have the paperwork to transport that in and apparently dump I it I feel in like the city. that's like a, like a legal way of just like a lawyer way of saying like they stole this. <laughs> they stole a plane. They stole, they stole a plane. plane in the dead of night. Oh, this That's is great, a though. fun one, actually. So this guy's come up a few times. So the video game director, Hideo Kojima, he did the Metal Gear Solid series. He names his, the the main character Snake from this movie, and he actually has an eye patch in the game. So we kind of just like based the idea of the character around this. I think completely around it, because doesn't he go by... Um, yeah, It's the, a different spelling, but he goes by... like plus, Yeah, in one of the later games, Sons of Liberty, which came out, I think, was right, right around when we were in it's high school. It's Pliskin, but it's P-L-S... P-L-I-S-K-I-N instead of like uh, however they spell in this movie. Uh, they just take an S out of it. It goes from Pliskin, two S's to one. Pliskin to Pliskin. Uh, this was the first film to be shot on Liberty Island beneath the Statue of Liberty. And apparently there'd been a bombing three months before, so they were pretty cautious having anybody there. So it's crazy that they let anyone on it. Uh, here's just some like current Hollywood stuff. In 2016, they were talking about doing a remake of this movie with Chris Hemsworth. But it is rumored, this is super unverified, that now it actually might be a prequel talking about the bank robbery and the war that he was involved in, but still maybe starring Chris Hemsworth. So that might be in production after Corona and everything goes. The only way I want to see more of this is if it's Kurt Russell. Real old snake Pliskin. I'd agree with that. Pliskin. Pliskin, sorry. Moving on? Yeah, let's move on to questions. Comments. Animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. I'll get it started. How come in every futuristic movie do baseball shin guards become a thing? <laughs> why Why do people wear those in all these, not post-apocalyptic, but sometimes post-apocalyptic? This post-apocalyptic. It's, <laughs> it's a tough goddamn word. Post-apostolic. Post-apocalyptic. A post-apocalyptic. Elliptic. Now, or because you, of you, eucalyptus. I'm having eucalyptus tree? A post eucalyptus. Aeropostale. Son of a gun. Post apocalyptic. Apocalypto? Here's the thing. Here's what I've chalked it up to. You never know in the future when you're going to get uh, shit whipped from an enemy by uh, like a razor scooter. So you always have to have those baseball shin guards. You need the protection. Also, there's mutants and stuff, and there might be a little. There's more shin kickers out there. More mercenaries. For sure. Yeah. I mean, question animosity. Why would we give up New York? It seems like we should just build a prison in Nebraska. Sorry, Nebraska. We're Iowa, and you're the worst us. Anywhere. So I've thought about this from three ways. What happened? To, what happened to all those people in New York? I think you know. Okay, everyone, get the fuck out. Hoboken, New Jersey, is fucked. Actually, Mark, they just built the wall and didn't it tell is, anybody. 
I can't imagine that that wall went up overnight. <laughs> you probably had time to get out of New York, right? Hey, guys, this is a 20-year... That's what I mean, though. They all went to Newark in Hoboken. Like, those places are just, like, overflowing with people now. Oh, yeah. So they moved to Newark. Traffic is a nightmare. Now some new neighborhood or new new area is going to have trash, not in the alleys, because they don't have alleys like New York. Well, yeah, we used to have... yeah. Exactly. Yeah, also, we used to have a trash system. Now it's just thrown in the street. It also just seems like they'd have a guard system or something. I don't think they would just let everyone run loose there. I don't know. Also, yeah, at that point, just bomb them. Don't we own a bunch of islands that nothing happens yeah. on? Seems, seems, I mean, I know the crime was pretty bad, like late 70s, early 80s and stuff. But So that's my thought process, right? I guess that's where they're coming from. They thought one of two things. I, I've heard through many different publications, movies, radio plays, The Warriors, Godspell, <laughs> that New York was run down in the 80s and dangerous, right? Yeah. <laughs> just a rough place. They're like, let's just trap them, keep it there. Enough so that they did that. Um, and that's really the only reason. Or two, they don't really go into the backstory in this movie. Is the rest of the U.S. in a bad place? We're in World, World War Three, so yeah, it's not seeming great. But I mean, is the rest of the world... Um, are there other disheveled? Is every it's everything burned to the ground? You gotta is assume it, if this is the state of New York, things ain't good. Is it all East Side L.A. or East Side St. Louis? I mean, I guess we'll find out in Escape to L.A. Escape from L.A. But they don't really say too much in this movie. What's going on outside? Right? No, no, they just don't. Prison system. I mean, they they mention they don't the give you a lot. Actually, they kind of just say, "Hey, here's what it is." So this is like a comment, and then an animosity. One, love how love how Kurt Russell looks. It's a dope costume. We've talked about it earlier. That's the throwaway it's favorite thing. aspect. Uh, but the thing off that in that scene where we're introduced to him, there's just a really bad edit where he's like, hold. And then it just like goes like to a fade, like to the next scene. Every other scene has a good transition. It's just for some reason there, it's just a bad cut. Well, well, they're still explaining. I didn't notice that, but it's kind of funny when you do notice those and like, you can't get it out of your head. It's like Kurt Russell walking up and all of a sudden the guard just says hold. And then it just mm. like fades to black and goes to the next scene. That's the only one where we have a weird <laughs> fade transition. The rest just cut. It's like seamlessly. a star Wars thing. We're just, it was like, it was just a bad, weird transition. That just means like, area. well, we don't have any coverage? Fuck! Yeah, exactly. It seemed like Swipe that. Swipe it! Yeah, it Wipe seemed it. like that. <laughs> uh, nice dissolve. But we're running off in animosity. Do we all think the president probably had enough time that they should have launched the pod before, like, getting into New York? Like, did, see, question, I, it, it seems like the, the plane hit the building, then the pod just went, uh, and, like, fell out. But, like, wouldn't they have just, like, as soon as the plane was taken over, like, boom, like launched him out over. How did the somewhere? plane get taken over? They didn't really explain that, right? Just was. Terrorist. Just, just got if taken was, over. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just terrorist. Just terrorist stuff. Yeah, just, that whole scene's a little confusing. It seems like there were a lot of protocols that should have stopped that from happening. Start the movie with that. Start the movie with oh, the plane yeah. heist. That'd be nice. And then kind of get us back on the ground with things going on. Do both. Make it super action-packed. Have a heist going on one side and a plane heist on the other. And it's both the startup stories. And then that's how we get all to here. That would have been great. So that's an overlining thing that I, I, I kind of had a problem. Once I realized it wasn't going to be a campy, cheesy action movie, mm-hmm. which going in, seeing the movie poster, this is this is to my own fault, listeners. I thought this was going to be over-the-top action cheesy. So an animosity... And this is this is only just my personal preference on the movie I wanted to see, not what was there. It, it was not an action-packed movie. It was a little less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I agree. It surprised that. me, and I and I know that some people may be pissed, but I did like the way. Again, I said in my favorite aspects, they shot his entrance to, in New York. Huge like rifle scopes on these handguns. Oh God, it's uh, the scopes like the attachments like, like he a has sniper like a, scope on a Magnum. He has like a submachine gun with like attachments to make it look like an assault <laughs> rifle, but it's like a small gun. Yeah, I was I was thinking that 
He's going to take New York down. Nobody's going to have guns in there. It's a prison. How you would have- think that, but he is not conserving ammo at all. He's just immediately, he sees one, the first like street people that come up from the sewers. He's like, bruh, bruh. he makes a hole in a wall, wasting ammo right and left. He and shoots like, his way through a wall when there's probably a door two feet away. And like, this is the end of the movie. So like skipping ahead. But even like the Duke, when he gets a hold of the gun, he's just like firing out of the, pr- like, is this infinity ammo? Like, why is everyone just wasting that? If he's the Duke, wouldn't it be nice to have a really nice gun on hand too? He's got, a, he's, well, the Duke probably smuggles in some guns. He's maybe got an ar- like an arsenal. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Not many guns in that prison, but you know, stuff. Hey, can we talk Six. about the, uh, can we talk about the troll doll that's in this movie? Troll doll. Oh, you mean the, the actor? The tr- yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd no, you call I, him? Dragon I, I Ball like Z? Goku, yeah, from Dragon Ball Z. I yeah. thought he was more Dragon okay, Ball Z. first up, just comment. Total sweet, troll doll, though. Sweet, I guess sweet entrance when he's just like sauntering up on his way in, like doing that weird foot drag. Kind of like his entrance, man. I like his look. You know, it won me over in the end. It's weird that everyone else is kind of like going for a normal thing, and he's the only like warriors character in this whole movie that... Well, don't they have like the... <laughs> When he like hi- when he like gets pushed back in a chuck full of nuts, <laughs> like what what are those guys like the dead walk like the I night walkers? Yeah, have, the- I forget their name, but they're the sewer people. They're the um, yeah, they're those like the scavengers or something. Or like the reapers yeah, that come up. So from there are those. There's kind of glad there wasn't too much of that. I, guess I, didn't, whole- I didn't want it to be like too like super character and these yeah, are the gangs yeah, and yeah. stuff. I mean, there's a whole sub sub what do they call subterranean. Mm-hmm. Sewer people that just ain't no good. I would have lost my came shit up to if feed? I saw some painted face like baseball players running around. <laughs> just would have lost. I wouldn't have Kurt shit. Russell with a gun and be like because I have so much ammo. I've seen the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I know that this is like a big summit and stuff. Like in the president's trying to stop World War Three. It sounds like, but under the circumstances, wouldn't they just be like the vice president will handle this? He's I, I, why is that tape so important on just like they one didn't really cassette? give us what's on the tape and maybe that comes up nuclear escape from LA they say they say it's gonna stop nuclear war nuclear fusion or something like that do you know anything about nuclear fusion that's what the guy uh, I don't that's what Hawk says or what I do not um let's start at the beginning of the movie when Snake is um given the opportunities given the deal take the deal save the president you've got 24 hours it really pisses me off that he really has 21. Just tell me he has 21. Yeah, that they're dicking around on him with the like, time. Yeah, we're talking a lot. Like, when do I get on? When do I get into New York? Like, okay, 21 hours? Yeah, just tell me up front. And then just based on what I know from Snake, the fact that, like, when they try to double inject him with something, I'd be like, no injections. You guys aren't doing that. But let alone when they're coming with, like, two guns on either side of my neck, that seems suspicious. Well, here's the whole thing, right? Let's, let's actually get into that. Um... Bob they basically Hawk. trick him and they put some like nodes in his arteries or something that are like gonna. You think that's real or placebo? I kind of thought it might be placebo. I think, I think it's real. Okay. Okay. Well, all, first off, they that say. That would have been gnarly if it's a placebo. They, I mean, they just go in with like just Well, first pads. off, yeah. let's talk end. about the science. They say they put two capsules in his neck, which are slowly devo- dissolving, but when those blow the blood, his arteries, wouldn't that just travel throughout no, his body? And no, just... no, no. It's like a, it's like a um, Advil liquid gel. Oh. Okay, yeah, doesn't that it's work like its way through your bu- liquid gel, dude. Yeah, you mean it's it works perfect. its way through your bloodstream? I don't think I don't that know. would like just I don't know how stay they work. in his neck. I'm leaning towards placebo. Okay. <laughs> and then he'll just be, somebody will be up on the wall and shoot him dead. <laughs> but that's just me, just placebo. I mean, who knows? I did have I did have one comment about the, I'm going to call him the warden, Bob Duke, or Bob okay. Hawk. I like the actor. Bob Duke. You can't call him Duke because there's another character. <laughs> that's very confusing. Well, I was just mixing two. Bob Hawk, played by Lee Van Cleef. 
Um, like the character, like the look, like the gruff, could not take him seriously with the earring and gold bracelet. That is a little, um, I'm like, I just can't take a, you seriously, Hawk. Yeah. For a prison. What's warden. going on here? Are you, do you, you know, you're wearing these, right? Aren't you, you an eighties baby? Uh, 86. Yeah. Figured you'd maybe cut that, <laughs> cut a little slack there. Well, I understand the, the, the catcher's shin guards. That's just typical one oh one. But you can't understand shins. like the frosted tips and the. And the earring? I'm just saying for his character, it seemed aggressive. <laughs> seemed aggressive. Like Dragon Ball Z aggressive. <laughs> like, but it almost seems like he didn't be like... He hasn't even brought up the eye patch yet. Just kidding. We brought up the eye patch. Like, it it seems up. like Hawk's like, don't bring it up. Just don't even talk about the earring. It's not about that. You know, I don't want to talk about... Yeah, he's had to say it a couple times. Yeah. Stop asking. I got it. It's cool. I like it. The it only works, other person, it? There's only one other person in the world that can um, relate with this. And it's Harrison Ford. It's like, don't don't bring it up. I got an earring. So what? It's cool. Don't bring up the earring. I got one. Yeah, but that was later in life, and it was cool. Well, it doesn't look like Hawk's spring chicken. True. I assume like that's a later I'm the in life. You're Harrison Ford. I'm the interviewer. Like, hey, can I just bring something up? Don't bring it up. Animosity. You would never be able to land that hang glider on the, on top, the top of the building. Well, like, there's that, but then, like, even, like, when he's... It's a glider. He doesn't have any propellant, so, like, he goes... He gains height again after he, like, dips down. He like, should be coming at it. From like a top down sort of perspective, right? Like yeah. he, he's like he's he's buzzing towers. He's, yeah, well, he's I mean, flying around and dicking around. He's playing with himself, but like he, he can't gain gl- altitude are, again. Our gliders always kind of falling, though. Yeah, that's as what they, part yeah. of the nature of the beast. Like you can maybe get a little I've momentum. Made a and like lot of paper planes, dude. Yeah, like you can't do that, man. So like, there, I have a lot of problems with that. But I mean, I'll throw, I'll just let it. I thought fly. it was gonna. It was weird because I can't think of a lot of movies that I've seen recently where. The World Trade Center is a part of the landscape, but it would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just weird. It's just weird to see. Yeah, it, it does age funny now. I mean, the movie they, didn't do anything in poor I mean, taste. It's just it's no, aged weird. I mean, now. for their timeline, it's still, I mean, it makes sense. It's still there, even. It's just, yeah, 1997. It's, it's, it's just whenever you see it in a movie, now you're just I always like, bring oh. it up, and I never know how to say it because I'm like, oh, it's yeah. funny how pre 9 11 movies have the world. It's like, it's like, well, duh. Um, yeah, it's just it's just weird to see. Anytime it's there now. I mean, it didn't take away or add to the movie, but it is re- animosity. Was... But if Brain can get oil and like have like a pump in the middle of like an old, museum, I did see the pump. He can probably get out of New York. What the fuck is he doing refining oil? Make a submarine and get out of there. Also, is it is it just obviously Brain provides a service and he's very smart, mm-hmm. but there was little to no protection over said oil pump. Nope. Well. <laughs> Is it just they need him enough? They're not going to fuck with him. Yep, he knows how to mine oil. You don't mess and- with the Duke. He, Duke's protecting the brain. You don't. How does he the get brain. that oil pump there? I do not know. Yeah. There's probably not an oil pump like that On within yeah. within hundreds of go, miles. He had to of, go to the sewers. Uh, maybe West Virginia. I, I don't know how the oil yeah, that, is. The soil oil is not there. on Manhattan Island. I'm imagining at least. I don't imagine. I was excited. Uh, uh, the, the hawk. Is like there or somebody was a bird nine. Somebody said they have steam cars. I'm like, oh, cool, we're gonna see some steam cars. Which is steampunks? No fucking steampunks. You see it once. The Duke at the end. Remember when he shoots like a like a canister? And oh. ste- they're on a steam car, but you don't see it. In, you just see him standing around a vehicle. But I you don't really saw see that it. as more of a steam platform. Yeah, I didn't think it was a car. It's a steam vehicle, well, apparently. I f- like even some of the cars they were driving at the end, I feel like we're maybe emitting some sort of steam. But maybe that's just general um. like 1980s pollution. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, 1997 pollution. It's 97. Okay. Oh, this is just uh, just entered my head. Mm-hmm. To go back to Snake's costume, to talk about his clothes, I thought of two things. One, they ditched the leather jacket for the whole movie. That kind of pissed me off. Mm, that would have been nice. Didn't I, wor- 
Make what it a black leather jacket. It was like a weird brown. But I did think to myself, cut off shirt, leather jacket. Biceps, you're gonna triceps. Sw- you're going to be sweating like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. There. That's going to get pretty hot. Just skin to skin. Nuts. You're going to want some separation, maybe. But then, too, doesn't it look like a unincorporated, no-name professional wrestler? Kind I'm of, I'm figuring yeah. out. I'm working on it. I'm going with Snake now. You can see that snake coming on my crotch. I got this tattoo. Uh, I'm so- working on it. Talk yeah. about pythons. You yeah, know, we could that. actually make this into a movie, right? <laughs> Oh, we can do a movie? Okay. <laughs> I was just going to be a professional wrestler. Um, what would be his theme song? Snakes. Snake. No, it would just be John Carpenter. Ah, like, it, it would just be a John Carpenter score. Yep. Um, okay, so when he, question, when he steals that car from the Duke when uh, Kurt Russell does, when he's with Brain and stuff, how does he just steal that without the rest of Duke's, like, Entourage. They're scene. very bad at their job. Like their Duke was the Duke was just standing outside the car too. Like a lot of them were just standing there. Were like three cars. He just punched some people, took one, and no one's like, huh, where are they going? And then no, right, I mean they had like a scene. They they at least tried to acknowledge it because like the the guy walked around like, huh? Yeah, he like sneak punches him, but as soon Your as that car starts game, driving, like, huh? What was that? As soon as the car starts driving away, wouldn't Duke's people be like, hey, where are they going? Kind of thing. And then one more okay, but the one more quick animosity after that, he just bust through a wall of cars with like no damage on that station oh wagon. yeah that wasn't gonna work it, it looked like a completely solid wall of cars and then that one just pops out perfectly no damage to the back of that station wagon the question is um you've never had it you know i've never driven, had a, driven a subaru i've clearly. never had a station wagon that's true i've never done it i have never driven a station wagon this is true i think i've ridden one we used to have one when we were really young before I, you i've driven in a modern one not wood paneling not as fun i really like wood paneling cars it looks bad but i like it <laughs> i like those old 40s ones like you the like surf, to like see it driving by like you're not going to yeah. own one yourself but like because no, i don't seen it like you're like oh oh nice you're nice. a slug your buddy maybe <laughs> check it out check it out Smooth <laughs> car um I, I had some animosities with how easy it is to get to Duke. Everybody can get to Duke. Yeah, really. He's just kind of walking around easy. Well, he's, like, yeah, he's just kind of driving by, yeah. What did he but do all, in the beginning to I'll, become although the Although Snake did. The cabbie's like, oh, Duke, you can never see Duke. Okay, I got <laughs> a prequel like, oh, idea really for you. He's right over there. I got a prequel idea for you. Would you watch a movie that's just called The Duke that's his uprising in the prison system of New York? It'd be now, though, so it'd be like it'd be like Blade Runner 2020 or 2020. Whatever. Oh, if it was now, then yeah. So it'd be like it would just be called the Duke, and it would be about him getting thrown into prison and rising up. Because then it wouldn't the feel like them trying to like reboot something. It would be right. kind of like the same. Yeah, I would totally be it's down a, for that. It'd be a spinoff. It's a spinoff. It's a spinoff, but like could Still, actually be done. It could be interesting. Yeah, really well. I, 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 I'm there are kind of some John Wicky vibes to this whole thing a little bit. Just yeah, because like, uh, he's because uh, everyone has that opening thing like, like land. John, like what John. they were saying, John. Oh, just John. Oh yeah, because everyone has a uh, statement because he's that kind of just like legend. Well, that that kind of confuses me. Okay, I know he's a war legend, right? How did everybody know like him and his story? Like, right? Everybody knows he's a war Even legend. Even in prison, so how long have they, they been expecting there? his imprisonment? Like that? Yeah. So say I say what you're gonna I, say. I think I looked into this that they don't think he was dead because of war. People had heard about his his out of the army type prison heist. Sorry, his robberies gone bad. People thought he died with. Oh, the, the other scene friend. they cut. Okay. So I think there was rumor like people knew who he was, Snake Pilskin, and they had heard Pliskin. he died with Pliskin with his friend. I don't know if that's okay. true or not. I apologize, listeners. There may be, I'm sure, just a plethora of reading material on this. But <laughs> we I didn't regular, get to But it. there is like a paperback sort of expansion. Um, Steve, 
John Carpenter did not did not write it, but uh, another author did, and it's kind of just tells the story. I saw that. Detail. I wasn't sure if that was a, a base source for it or if it was like a posting, but that's a posting. It's a posting. Okay. It's not a base source. This Another... movie seems like it has a source material. I don't think it does. But on the flip side, that source material seems like it'd be a graphic novel. John Carpenter said he wrote, this is on Verify, but he said he wrote the movie after the Watergate scandal and the like distrust in the government that it was, he kind of, and it was like because of the Nixon's Watergate scandal, Andy was in New York at the time and seeing some of the cedar aspects of it. So we just kind of imagine like a government this uprising, a military state, and like already the crime in New York just like, this happening but then also it's 1981 and people's distrust in reaganomics that well that that was the second half of it he was like after the reagan after the nixon watergate and then the reaganomics it was like a two-parter actually that's kind of all watchmen right if you look hold on if you if you look up the paperback on amazon just because I, I saw a link to it on a reddit thread i was looking at earlier it's like 150 bucks for this Jeez. it said there's only one left in stock but apparently it's notorious for being pretty expensive to buy oh so it's like a collectible so just, yeah it just item. wasn't many probably published that's yep. fun though oh that's fun uh just another throwaway there was an anime series that was being made about this uh no way it got that's it, why he had the fucking it, uh dragon ball z dragon never, ball z hair never this this was also post it never actually made it it ended up getting ditched but they they got kurt russell to do some voices they got john Com- john carpenter's like approval and they got a bunch of storyboard and like character designs but it never actually it got never to full went through an- with it it never got to full animation but they got some voice work for it that's cool. It feels like a graphic novel come to movie form, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of totally. Um, can we? We'll talk. About, I want to talk about. I'm going to call him Loomis. Mm-hmm. I hate that he obviously is Loomis and has not an American accent. Yeah, I wish they could have cast just. If anybody they were going to do that, explain how like society's th- fault. Three or four different accents. One time, it feels like a little bit like George Bush Southern. The very beginning, it's Southern, and that's the only time uh, on the plane. I plane up on, that. on the plane, on the plane, but the fir- the first words he utters out of his mouth are the most British thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> it is so thick. It, it goes back and forth. It I starts really it. Southern, then it just goes straight him at the end, especially mm-hmm. after the prisoner and stuff. He just quits. Well, by the time he's chained up on the wall, he's like, I'm Dr. Loomis, motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, like, essentially. Um, this, is, this is a plot point in the movie, an animosity. There is no way, absolutely no way, they would keep the president alive. No. Like almost immediately, they knew he was the president. There's also, too many crazies. There's when too many something like cards. that happens, I feel like we're already just queuing up the vice president. To, to, like <laughs> that's what I said at the beginning. Like we're probably this, pretty good with just yeah. like this happening. Like there's no way that's the only tape of whatever the fuck they need. They've already gotten the next guy up. Vice president's in. We're getting even another so. Cassette. If that's gone, like. We're going to war, I guess. Like yeah, we're the, finishing the summit. He's gone. Like we're gonna move on. We've all seen Air Force One. They move on quick. They get things signed and try to get people out. Yeah. And if it's a real intricate movie, there's already somebody who's been wanting to take the spot. <laughs> and they're the reason you crash, motherfucker. That's why this movie needs to be like honestly thirty minutes longer. In a lot of ways it seems ahead of its time, right? Because visually it it, it almost feels like a Terminator. A bigger budget movie, right? Right. Blade Runner, if you will. Yep. So maybe of its time, but one of the better of its time movies depicting this type of genre, the sci-fi genre. But the problem is because of the budget, the pacing is so slow. It's it's detrimental to the movie, I think. Not it doesn't get to do all the things I think it wants to. I I kind of agree that I still find the themes are there, the looks are there, the music's obviously. I do there. agree there could have been a little bit more, but I do like it overall as is. But I see, I see that the- that was my crutches with it, and I know it's a good movie, and I like what it did. I just wanted a little more. But the characters, maybe just the the, the, the 
you kind of explained um, Kurt Russell as uh, a John Wayne type character. That's he even said he was basing this off of Clint, Clint Eastwood, Eastwood. John Wayne, yeah. This one feels more like Clint Eastwood, minimalist versus John Wayne, which is a talking we'll, motherfucker. We, we missed this in a lot in the Unverified, but a throwaway like a lot, in a lot of John Wayne and Clint Eastwood, they'll their character will be like, "I thought you were dead," kind of entrances, and they stole that straight from that for his character. They did an homage for that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought about that, but I couldn't exactly think word correctly i have a throwaway question for you guys what do you think that giant light bright is doing in like Staten or in the uh the uh, statue of liberty headquarters when there's just big bright, do, 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 do. there's just big bright white like light brights lighting i up saw that too. i was like come on what's that's the, the screensaver what's that doing is that tracking something what's, what's that radar yeah, i think it's just a microsoft screen i love 70s 80s just futuristic like this is what headquarters is just beep, boop, beep, bright super lights. willy wonka type shit just like <laughs> just have to be lights moving <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Willy Wonka was a character in this, he'd be below ground. Okay, we talked about this a second ago, but like animosity, that scope on that handgun is ridiculous. The kickback that Are you handgun, saying about Isaac Hayes's? It's like a Star Wars Ma- like a Ma- shooter. Maggie, like Maggie's handgun. She has gun. the six shooter with like a rifle scope on it. That gun is like big enough to have a huge kickback. Like, granted, at the end, she's like trying to aim at the Duke, even though I have animosity with that. She's shooting way too far out <laughs> for that gun. With that scope, if she just gave it like. 20 more yards, she'd have a chance. You could almost put her in one of the most unnecessary, along with Will Smith from I Am Legend, one of the most unnecessary deaths. Yeah. What are you doing, Maggie? Her sacrifice did nothing. Nothing. It didn't, like, that car was there. He was going to hit it anyway. That's right. Sacrifices that one don't need to happen, do little to nothing. On that topic, they have a six shooter. That gun gets shot roughly a hundred times leading up to that. No one <laughs> ever changes the bullets. bullets on that. That's like looks like a straight up you like cock yeah. the thing out to the side to load up the bullets. Like yeah. no one ever reloads and it's fired at least twenty. Uh, it's fired a lot. Should have been more arrows in this movie. There are few, he gets shot with an arrow. I know. I'm saying the there there's arrows sh- in the car. Actually, no, no, there, there were more arrows more. than I thought in this movie. I would. Argue. I think that makes sense. I do like how he uses the throwing stars. I'm like, he's not going to use the throwing stars. But boom, you use Ooh, the throwing There are stars. a couple good uh, just knife head throws. There's some good knife throws in this movie. Good knife oh. throws. Uh, All that's missing from the like ba- uh, gladiator battle scene is just the... Thumbs up, the thumbs, thumbs up. up, thumbs down, Marcus really Animosity, <laughs> the, the they thing. would not let Snake live. As soon as that happened, really quick, someone, like, the Duke should just shoot him, and then, like, quick, we have to find the president. Like, he shouldn't be alive after that point. Or vice versa, just when the Duke is so public like that, like, isn't there a sniper who can just fucking snipe that guy? Like, the Duke is very lenient for Snake. That's surprising. Um, but yeah, I think they would have, but it, it dissipated because there's a brain. Somebody would have grabbed Snake like, and killed uh, him. Like under, yeah. like an uh, fuck. What am I thinking of? Just like uh, I, I wish the movie did a better job of on like, how long? Have, I, I know this is a uh, exposition, but Snake talking to Brain's like, how long have you been in here, Brain? I've been here for twenty years. You know that can't be because they were in a job together, kind of thing. Okay, yeah, I know, Barely. but I just don't understand anybody's timeline. Timeline yeah, in I there or that. whatever. I mean, you can guess the more decrepit and the more chandeliers have you you have on your car. You've probably been in there for a bit. I have an animosity. Go ahead. His tracker, that safety latch is just a big button on the side oh, of the thing. It would have gotten pushed. I hate how they're like, only he knows of that button on the side of the device that opens up the tracking device. Like, people were going to find that immediately. And the fact that they didn't makes me angry. You would have pushed it absolutely immediately. Do you believe that Hawk had admiration and a kinship towards Snake and was rooting for him? Or 
He was just a tool for him to use. He was just a tool until he the didn't end. give a shit. By the end, because th- th- he has the second job offer, that's where their spec comes. But at the beginning, but he, before that, he had nothing. No, he him. didn't. Like you see that with the cassette. Before he even let him get the thing, he's no. Like, but everybody knew that Snake was a war hero. Yeah, but now he's a criminal. This is a warden. You know, they they have war. We've seen Shawshank. They have war perceptions. You know, he didn't care. Yeah, but he's a Andy tool. Dufresne was not a war hero. <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't. He was a wife murder. Yeah, he murdered his wife and did taxes and looked like. A wife murderer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, like, th- there's difference. It'd be, if, I don't know, if Rocky Balboa went to prison, <laughs> people probably like, man, The Rock. I don't know. That's all. That's all I got in there. Uh, so okay. you don't, you think no? No. I have a question. So you know when uh, Brain, like, after okay, they all meet up at um, the World Trade Center, and the brain, and Brain has his, that car waiting there, and they open the hood, and there's a person inside. Mm-hmm. That car was running a second ago. How could a person fit in the hood of that car with the engine? Like because you there? forget they started at the top of the World Trade Center, so that took it's like 50, those videos that took seventy. Well, it's like those videos you see that like they're always like saving cats from inside engines. Like yeah, it happens to everybody. It was a scrawny person, so you're telling me by the time they got to the top of the World Trade Center and down, someone took the engine block out and they put a little person in there just for the <laughs> sake of this little surprise. It does seem unlikely. It does. They all, I think you need like a big chain and heavy things to get you those engine seen, blocks uh, out. Oh, you're Greece? talking about like Grease. Were you? You've never I'm seen Grease Lightning sometimes? It's one and two. I don't know if there's a three, but if there is, I'll watch it. How did your brain go there? Because the, the that's same the, time the quickest did. car deconstruction in the world. <laughs> if you got the lightning. numbers, it's Grease Lightning, baby. Overnight. If you get a tune, they're probably down there singing Fill in the Blank from Godspell. Taking out the engine from the car. Go grease lightning, you're go burning up the quarter mile. Lightning, you're burning <laughs> up the quarter mile. Grease lightning, go grease lightning. Musical family. Um, no, no. If, we're, first of all, hold on. Don't argue it after you just did. You did the mo- you did the hand motions. And too. the arguments come up before. We don't have the time for this. We went too long on He's, casting crew. Second of all, grease. Oh, can edit so grease. Much. Everybody knows Greece. Maybe not millennium, whatever's below us. He's just yelling. Anybody, are, he's we're yelling at us. Like, we're everyone we're knows Greece. Why are you? Who are you arguing? Who doesn't know Greece from? Who are you yelling at? 20, he's he's trying to, to twenty-five. Lecture. We're a pop culture family. Here's why. <laughs> because here's why we're a pop culture family. And we not started a, up. Sandy. <laughs> here's why we're a pop culture family and not a musical family. Because you just brought up Greece too, and nobody fucking knows that. That's true. <laughs> Hard to find. Greece two is maybe the worst movie. Where in does the pollen go? It makes that. me want to build and learn how to ride my own motorcycle. Greece two. Um, quick question, kind of an animosity. So we already know that they like fly in usually to like World Trade Center or tall buildings and work their way down. Yeah. Why would they keep the bridges at all? Like mine covered? Just take them out, or like keep up drawbridges so you can oh. still get in and out. But like. Why would you have any access for them to get close to you? And clearly, like, why was the first escape? Okay, that first escape, those guys looked like they were turning around and Please, trying. we're turning around. <laughs> yeah. we're trying. Hey, hey the current's taking us away. They were turning around. They still missed those fuckers. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's fucking Pretty hilarious. rude. Megan did say that. She's like, uh, they, they said 10 seconds. Yeah, they did. They shot them immediately. And they turned around. So, yeah. uh, animosity. Yeah, that's why they shouldn't fuck with anything. And then, to more your point, like, just destroy hey, the bridges, anything connected to the wall. Yeah, just cut the it off. The wall all. doesn't seem needed. I guess it's one more obstacle. I don't know if they needed to be 50 feet, but whatever. Yeah, maybe just a fence and just keeping a close eye would have done it with all the water. <laughs> it's a lot of space, so to keep a close eye. If we go to the end of the movie, since we're talking about the wall now, mm-hmm. when the president, he's already been hoisted up. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say, and I'm animosity. What, do you, what is Here's it? Here's an animosity. He's hoisting up Snake, and he stops Snake yeah. midway. 
Why? He makes him so much more of it just so he can, I guess, kill the Duke. But kill see, the Duke? He could have done that anyway. Just get get him up. I was actually kind of pissed about that, but I did give him some cred. Way to do the, you're number one! Like yeah. crazy fucking shit firing. In um, his Loomis voice. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. That was, that was yeah. the... That's the moment of the he movie where he was so like, much. fuck it. I'm surprised that after they didn't get up on the wall and it was Snake and the president, the president wasn't, I shot him! I, <laughs> I shot, shot him, him six times! <laughs> I shot him! I mean, it just didn't fucking sound like anything except Dr. Loomis. He already had a trench coat on by that time. I shot him! Uh, thank you, guys. That was fun. Um, did you feel a little bit bad? I felt really bad for Duke when he got murdered. I think he just wanted to escape. Well, 100%. For me, I don't it was the think cabbie. he was. Here's the thing, though. We oh, I felt real bad for the cabbie. Oh, that, 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 that is me. 100% Kurt Russell's fault. He would have made it to the end if he left. Yeah, if he just would have turned. I, I, well, it turns out he's kind of wrong on his. I actually oh, think that, that um, the brain's map wasn't very accurate at all. He died. The brain, the brain maybe isn't so much of a brain at all. He just worked in the oil industry. That's what he's he just had. An oil he man. just is an oil guy. Um, also, the way the car exploded turns out in just, half his name is Brian, perfect. but someone spelled it wrong. <laughs> just brain. <laughs> and they, oh, he's the brain. Well, I don't want to. Nope. Just wanna, the name is Brian. They all are prisoners, and I think time in there really affects your mind. <laughs> Some people become sewer people. Some people become trolls. Some Dragon Ball Z was a whatever illiterate. the fuck he was. Uh, was Dragon Ball Z a, a like a sex slave type sitch? Or just a right-hand man? I'll be honest, I've never seen an episode. I think so. I think so. I think he's talking the character... uh, Oh, it has a dumb name. I can't think. It sounds gothic. Romero. Was it Romero? What was Romero Sitch? You don't laugh like that if you haven't seen some stuff. Okay. I did feel bad when he died, too. I didn't want him to die. Just knock him out. You're all friends. You know, he's just a minion at the beginning when he's like... You have to leave, not like... Oh, I never thought he, he was coming know. back. I was so happy that he was a reoccurring yeah. character after that. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, yeah. He, it did kind of surprise me. You, But I'll be honest, now that we're on surprises, this is the biggest surprise... Ooh, I like... Actually, like, that could be a new category. That's the, the, surprises. This is, this is the biggest surprise in, 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 a, in a, a movie viewing for years. It's kind of comments. Um, this is... Oh, sorry. When... um. I believe what's her? It's D's nuts on Clark. What's her name? Don't 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 do that. <laughs> uh, she doesn't have a name. It's chock full of nuts. Chock full okay, of nuts. Girl, is her name. girl from chock full of nuts. Yeah. When Snake meets her, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the love interest. The, the love end. interest, yeah. a sidekick, the whole movie. When she gets dragged through the floor, I'm like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Did she just? Did girl on nuts get just dragged through the goddamn floor? Girl on nuts. That's almost as surprising as uh, Drew Barrymore getting killed at the beginning of the Scream. You're like, what the. <laughs> just happened isn't she the main character did that not surprise you guys all well, she got dragged from the floor and that no, was it did it. i did think i thought she was going to be the main the main yeah, lady I thought she throughout was in the for movie. the rest of the movie uh comment the president seemed to get over his ptsd from being a prisoner of war immediately to go on that live broadcast he seemed pretty collected he's a gamer but Let's also talk. he just murdered the person that prisoned him yeah, he shot him he shot him six times. I guess that works through some stuff. You okay. think, though, he has like a finger missing? At least, it, I don't know. It oh, seems like they don't a little even, more distressed. We don't even talk about that. You, That's tough. You see it a few times, like his wrapped hand, but you kind of forget it. Also, you kind of forget that there was just an arrow in Kurt Russell's leg, like how well he's moving around, kind of. He limped for a little bit after. No, he limps the whole time. Imagine but like, <laughs> getting rescued from a hostage like situation and then 
immediately getting into like a, a like a straight razor shave. I'm talking about just like him getting ready for like the public oh, announcement. Oh, animosity. He's talking. Imagine he's they, talking way too much during that shave. Stop moving your fucking jaw. Imagine if they accidentally just like slit his throat before like the. Could have easily. He didn't they stop saved fucking talking. Him and they just. This is an. This is a big animosity. This is to go along with his the president's finger getting cut off. No, but one, his hand would have gotten cut off. Oh, 100 with the suitcase. But they never don't, opened the oh, suitcase. Don't do this. Sorry. Yeah, fucking. Sorry. That sorry. looked like it sucked. Uh, he, uh, he's chewing. He's going to run away with that. <laughs> What's he chewing on? His microphone bag. He's running off with it. <laughs> I'm going to pause it because no, I have to pause pee it. Anyway. Don't pause it. I want to see what he does with it. Uh, my cat just ran away with Mark's, with uh, Jordan's mic bag. Uh, Jordan's shooting him away. <laughs> this is the last thing I have, but okay, so Snake gives him the wrong tape and he's walking away. He was just, they're going to come after him. He was just a convict. It's not like, one, they're on an island. How is he getting away without Did he ever the, sign the paper? I would have liked to see him burn. Got pardoned, right? I don't know if he has the papers he does on the, him. He does the tape. He just, he, he takes the tape out of the cassette, like mm-hmm. the plastic part. That's still fine. <laughs> you can wow. use it. It's just on the ground. He like tosses the tape. Don't be a bitch. I'm like, it's, not, it's not an easy. Somebody process. has to find that in the dark. I'll say that, but like, it's there. It's <laughs> not an easy job. I'm just saying, like, light, light that shit up. It could be a cool effect at the end. Too. He's smoking, so he probably has at least matches. Oh, throwaway at the beginning of the movie. He kind of lights that match really cool, like oh, just yeah. quick. Like you, th- like if I did that, I would break that match in half. That's a very uh, Clint Eastwood moment there. Yeah, light matches off. It's just a boss move when he takes that cigarette from the ward. I just had one disc. disc- Topic of discussion, which is Kurt Russell mainly. Mm-hmm. Do you think he and actually to some extent John Carpenter? Would you say they're B less actor and director? They're B movie people. Kind they're A list talent who make B movies. Yeah, I would agree with that because like they both have moments where they do shine out, but but kind of their better movies to me are their B. Except for no, like, I think Mir- they both have obviously standouts alone that are like their their big movies, but right. I do like their B work better, kind of, or like, or at least early work, or like less budget. Well, the qu- the question is with John Carpenter, he never got that crossover big budget movie. I mean, he's still alive, so I guess he could. He does, but well, he horror though. I mean, he's still his horror movies have gotten bigger budgets. So, like the most recent one he made, yes, that feels like it. But wouldn't it be cool to see him make? Do you know what, you know what we're going to find out? What? He keeps getting pushed out, but that new Halloween movie with John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis is coming out. He, he didn't direct the last one, right? He's doing this one, though. You can obviously see he has a talent to exceed the budget if you gave him more. Maybe he could make mm-hmm. a, a shinier movie. Right. There's other people like Peter Jackson became one. Obviously, he's an anomaly, but he was a horror movie. Sam Raimi's. There's all these great B-movie directors who go on to better, bigger and better things. I'm just surprised he didn't. He kind of just stayed in his lane the whole time. True, but I will. That makes but, sense. But it. the production and the quality of those movies he's making did get better. He stayed in the lane, but it got way. It did get better. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's uh, maybe it, I maybe did. I'm phrasing it. Isn't it surprising he didn't get a big mainstream thing uh, to try? I mean, I, he kind of stayed in his lane, which I love, and it's obviously he's great at it. He kind of doesn't need it though, because like, think every fucking movie starts with John Carpenter's this, and he never got like the big. Uh, action blockbuster but no i never got it but but he still but he didn't need it he just did it like i don't know okay but it's not because he, he lacked i'm i guess what my point is i think he's an a-list director who made b movies but then on the flip side i think kurt russell is an a-list talent who is primarily in b movies aside from backdraft and tombstone were kind of his bigger budget hits 
Well, Miracle's like he's a later actor. He's already yeah, established. No, but a more majority isn't it kind of them funny. Are... He's like kind of want to get away from the Disney, uh, the <laughs> Disney scene. And my then favorite one is came back as a distinguished man. He's really man good, and I'd say that out of all Disney the movies, scene. that's his most diverse role, where it's uh, not just Kurt Russell. I disagree. I feel like that's just. I feel like that is just. That's Kurt just Russell. Kurt Russell. I think Captain Ron is. All right, let's move on to recasting. Recasting. Uh, recasting. This is not who we prefer in these uh, slots. It's just who could maybe have played this slot. Fun brain game. Who's the lowest you have in your... Do you guys have Romero? That's the troll. <laughs> I do, but it depends on what... Oh, order. the... Uh, it really depends on... No, I'm just going to yeah, say it. It's troll. Andy Dick. Okay, I said Steve Buscemi. Imagine <laughs> Steve Buscemi with that hair. <laughs> Didn't you say there's an uncredited Steve Buscemi in this movie? There yeah, is. Maybe that's just Steve Buscemi. It can't dude. be because it ruins my recasting. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be Steve Buscemi. I, wa- you, I you walked have? Did into you have a your, troll? I did walk into your house though, and Joker was playing uh, Rivers, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much Romero. <laughs> he could do that. <laughs> I guess. Actually, I, I, no, I did not have one. I like. Jordan's, but I think Steve Buscemi might just be. It looks a little Cameron's. Steve Buscemi-ish. Uh, who's someone else low on the list? Uh, who'd you guys have his brain? Let me go first because I didn't really have one. This kind of looks based. Uh, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Star Trek. Star Trek. Going Spock. Going Spock. Live long and prosper. May the I force be with you. He has. A, you know, he's. Sm- I mean, he's. You. He's. He's a Vulcan. He's smart. That makes sense. Jordan, who'd you have? Um, because I know they're buds and they hang out and they're drinking buddies. I went. The red-headed stranger, Willie Nelson. Okay. It'd be weird. <laughs> All right. Weird. Um, I like that, though. Unverified. Old version. <laughs> the person who plays Brain is friends with Willie Nelson. They're and both that, country music singers. And that's country why Western singers. That. I did Jeremy Irons. Interesting. That works. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I heard I, Jeremy Irons has become pretty anti-Semitic in his older years. Yeah, I also have heard he's not that great of a person, which I don't <laughs> feel great about. Shots fired, but I did hear that. <laughs> I have heard that, so I mean, I guess take that out of my equation. Like I, stubbornly anti-Semitic. Okay, I, and as a Jewish person, I'm still going to put him in there, but just because I like his voice. <laughs> All right. But just to reiterate on that, so my point has some things. I get that a Jeremy, Jeremy Irons might be controversial, but I like his voice. Doesn't he seem smart? Then hear me out. Why don't you just go Jeremy Irons, take him out, make it less anti-Semitic, R.I.P., just do, uh, uh, who played Snape? Oh, Alan Rickman? Just give it to Alan Rickman, then. Okay. This is his do, own thing. I'll do that just to make it less touchy. Yeah. I, I mean, it hasn't come out that he's anti-Semitic yet. Uh, who'd you guys have as... <laughs> <laughs> who'd you guys have as girl in Chock Full of Nuts? <laughs> because her name was... Gr- I didn't give her... I didn't give it to anybody. Carmen Electra? Sure, anybody. <laughs> just joking. Uh, no, I had Jamie Lee Curtis. Give her an actual phys- oh, that physical would have been a fun role. cameo too. That, actually, that would have been a nice cameo. I'll agree with that. Just to, I actually like that. Thanks, I'll, 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 I'll let, thanks, yeah. guys. Who do you have as Maggie, the other female interest in this? Because I did Sigourney Weaver. Based I did on Sigourney too. Weaver too. It's all based on the hair. That's why they we all obviously did it. were trying a Sigourney Weaver type. Uh, nope, actually, they had her in mind <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Who that lady? Yeah, they wrote the role. John Carpenter wrote the role for her. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, the cabbie. Okay, I have, for a few of these, I have two, and I want you guys just to... And I don't want to go on them, but I just want you to pick between mine. I had Bob Hoskins or Rick Ducommon. Who would you like better? Well, I don't know who Rick Ducommon is. So he's in the Burbs. He's art. He's also the star... Bob Church. Hoskins, oh. Hook? Yeah. Yep. I That's had a, perfect. I had a better one from Hook, though, I think. I like Bob Hoskins. Out better? Of this, okay, so I'll easily. take Bob Hoskins. Perfect. Oh, from his list? Yeah. Yeah, out of my uh, two. So from Hook, then Bob Hoskins or Arthur Mallett? 
Who's Arthur Mallet? I lost my marbles. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that time, that, that looks wise, that, that makes sense to me. So I, I would give you credit for that just to give someone new in there. And so my list then is Arthur Mallet or Mickey Rooney. Oh, I'll go Mickey Rooney. Yeah, like, yeah, I'd go Mickey um, Rooney. He'd be more of a character. Phantom character. of the Megaplex. Um, Pete's Dragon. <laughs> he's in Pete's Dragon. Is yeah, it's been so long he's since like I've seen Kooky. Yeah, he's. I used to watch Pete's I'm Dragon adding, all the time we, as a we kid. We had it on tape. It was he's boring, kooky, but we Mickey had it. We watched it a lot. I had, I had, Pete, we had Pete's Dragon. I watched it all the time as a kid. But I am pretty spacey. All Guys, than, I'm not trying to be a dick. What's water. the song? What's the song? What's the? Is it? It's Candle not on the water. Puff the Magic Dragon's not. Puff from, the Magic no, Dragon. That's not that, right? Is it? Does Pete's Dragon has a theme song though? Sorry. Just sing your part. Magic Dragon. What is Candle in the Water? I'm going to have to listen it's to that. It's a song from the movie Candle on the Water. It would be the hey, my favorite Shut song, up. but it's boring. It? it would be Sorry, this. Mom. I, it would it's be a fine a, song. If you, if you were to remember Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> when the mom's like, cheer up, Charlie. It's that it's song. It's that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like. <laughs> the mom's got to have a song. Fuck. But let's bring it down for a second. Oh, sorry. I, I I had one for the cab driver. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I had Lionel Barrymore. He plays Mr. Potter. Okay. In, but he plays a lot of jovial roles outside of that. I would need him well, definitely younger Mr. Than Potter. Potter. He plays Mr. Potter it's in a It's a Wonderful Life. Life. But if you see the rest of his work, he's a really jovial, like, down-to-earth guy. Would have wow. Been in fact, watch uh, You Can't Take It With You, Frank Capra's You Can't Take It With You. Oh. Um, who'd you guys have? This is a throwaway kind of president, president, president. Even below than that. Who'd you have as Remy? He's kind of oh the, Remy, Remy, Remy. He's like the other second guard. He's the one smoking a cigar at the beginning. He has a mustache. Tom Skerritt. He's Tom Skerritt. Kevin Nash. Did you see Tom Skerritt? Oh, sorry. No, I just repeated <laughs> you. Sorry. <laughs> Tom Skerritt. <laughs> Tom Skerritt. Sorry. I, uh, echo change. Just echo I, uh, Sorry. Mine was Tom Skerritt. Okay. Uh, that, that big, yeah, I can do Tom Skerritt. Sorry. You just I, Megan, you have? I, I just got Megan Amanda. I'll kinda, do Tom Sizemore. I did Clancy Brown, Starship Troopers. He's like the general. You also know him from uh, Shawshank Redemption. He's the main guard. Oh, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah I did. Guard. I didn't. I didn't have a good one. So, oh, the so. bad guard. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the main guard. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. That he, one's good too. Yours is good. I kind of just pulled from Shawshank. He's played a prison guard. I know he seems just stoic. Works for that. That guy isn't major in the movie. Um, you I want to go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What a jaw on that guy. He's great jaw. You want to go to the president, Mark? Who'd you have? I I, reca- I recast it right uh, on the jump, but like after watching the movie, I'm and like he's got, he's got to get like a weird accent. I want Gene Hackman just as a president. I did Gene Hackman too, actually. Really? Yeah, I did. Gene Let's Hackman would have been great. Has he played the president in anything? Yeah, for sure. Has he? He's had to have, right? It seems like he should have. I assume Gene Hackman's played in something off the top of my head. I don't know. I apologize to our listeners and obviously our mom. Mine was inspired by Doctor Loomis. I'm going Anthony Hopkins, a guy that won't untheater it. I thought about. Take well for the. I thought about putting him in there too for the exact same reason. Uh, also, who just the, make it a thing that there's there's like the first British president or like they first should have explained foreign. it or just not done Doctor Loomis. Or I maybe agree. it's not United States. It's I agree. It's 1990 fucking seven. Things can change from 1991. <laughs> really quickly, but just throw us a bone and explain it. Bring it up. You heard I, it. I also thought about just doing a Rob Zombie who plays uh, Sloane's dad and then also Dr. Loomis from the reimagining of Halloween. That guy's name, that British guy. God I thought about it. making him the British president, too. Just sure. I mean, but you know, that was just that's just straight Rob Zombie recasting. That would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, who'd you guys have as Hawk? I've got the perfect Hawk. I, I, have another, I have another two I want you to choose between. Ed Harris. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, Ed Harris works for me. Bald, gruff guy. Great. A little more militant, a little more gruff seeming than this guy, too. So I, I'm fine with that. Mark, who'd you have? Still wearing the Aaron and the Brace. Cameron, I feel like okay. we maybe have a couple of the same. Oh, maybe I have I have, a, I have a vote between mine and for this one, too. I, I right. couldn't decide for a lot of them. Who'd you have? Mine was Sam Elliott. I did not have Sam and Elliott. And or Ooh. Clint Eastwood. 
I'm going Clint, Sam Elliott for this caliber of movie. I, I can't give it to Clint Eastwood just because uh, he's doing Clint Eastwood anyway. So, you, so that's perfect. No, but you can give it to like it would have been a fun way for them to play it just against is each Clint other. Eastwood part. Like yeah. he totally is. Uh, okay, between these two, who would you rather see for Hawk, Bruce Dern or Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones. I think Tommy Lee Jones too. too actually, Bruce Dern. I like Bruce Dern, but it doesn't feel but like the right. Doesn't role seem for him. like he'd be a good. Bruce, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones would be a good like kind of asshole, but likable like t- guard. I mean, this is a this is a stereotypical Tommy Lee Jones role. Fuck! What did I think of U.S. That? Marshals, if you will? I mean, it's it could work easily. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. The Duke. The Duke. Okay. The Duke, so let's, the Duke, do, the Duke. let's do the Duke first. Who do you guys have as the Duke? I had Idris Elba. Ah. <sighs> I'm gonna take that as an av. No, yeah, no, no. I had to look up my name, so it took it like so. This is the one I didn't have, so I was gonna go off the cuff. So I'm Idris go Elba would Glover. be really good. Sorry, that, that's that's the modern day. If it was today, it'd be Idris Elba. That's my Cameron wins over mine. Who'd you have, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> Idris Elba. Dennis Habert. Dennis Habert. The Allstate guy. Are you in good hands? Oh, okay, but also he's in a bunch of other movies. Major League. He plays. Shit, I can't remember. I can't name. see him being that evil. He, he's always like military for some reason. His eyes are too nice for some reason. I can't see him being evil. I don't think Duke is evil. He's crim- uh, he's, he's in he's in prison. Yes. Okay. But we live in a um, society we don't know what gets you in prison. <laughs> true. Um, I guess off the cuff, the the Duke maybe uh, a blood diamond with Leo. Okay. Jaimon Hansu. Listen to this. I love that movie, and I know that Leo does a bad South Amer- African Af- South African accent, but I like that movie, and it's underrated. I like. I, sorry, I, I, initially, I like that casting. I like that actor. Got to know him in Amistad. No, I actually like in that. a lot of good movies. We are down to our last one here. We are down to Snake, our lead character. Who do you guys have? I'm going to go last because I have another two people I couldn't decide between. I the Patrick Swayze. Oh, that's a good one. Patrick. It's, it's always my got, similar recast. Uh, yeah, you got the hair. That well, makes sense. So. I had a Patrick Swayze. I'll just go then uh, with the earring, Harrison Ford. Okay. Then you're, I'm with you. You can't here. go wrong with that. I, I was between two people. Hear me out. Tom Hardy or Harrison Ford was where I was. Tom, Tom Hardy's, Hardy's tough the, for the, me. Maybe the new one. He can do anything. I really think he can. Bruce Willis. Could this be a Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis like, action yeah, well, yeah, movie? Yeah. Say, yeah. That would work for him. Question. Could it be a really. Honestly, really, though, I think it might be Harrison Ford. Uh, movie could More it be a Scott Hardy. Bakula episode of no man I still want the longer hair though and I feel like Sways can pull off the yeah, long hair that's, right that's away where I've never really seen like too long of a hair Harrison Ford we can give him a wig uh should we move on to the holy trinity holy trinity If you're a first-time listener, this is where we put a character actor in the movie. Uh, we're back to our original list of Brendan Fraser, Keanu Reeves, and Jeff Goldblum. Ooh, we're doing the uh, we're, doing we're doing the, the original. Uh, again, this is a category that, apart from movie requests, we would love to have you guys write in with some character actors. Uh, uh, but uh, they've mean, been doing this for months, and they're just like, "You guys just keep doing." Yeah, it. guess what? You guys aren't writing in. You're giving us <laughs> shitty movie requests, but you're not giving us good <laughs> character actors. So guess what? We're doing the original. So let's start with Keanu Reeves. Is he the star? Because I think he you know, I don't think he is. I think he is the. I think he's, he's general. I think he's President General General Ford's son, who is trying to okay cameo enter the, enter the cockpit. Rough cut for Keanu. In it's this a one. rough cut. What, what are you thinking, Jordan? Jordan's making. I was gonna make a face. joke. No, he's, he's making he's a snake. face. He's snake. He's snake. He's Keanu. He's I, totally I can't put him anywhere else. Why can't you mean you're not why gonna can't have my back when I'm in there? <laughs> Good. 
Frazier obviously could be Snake. But I have a I think no, actually snake. I'm putting Frazier as your Tom Selleck as just like the second in command kind of guy. That's so. why I was doing second in command. No. Because okay. he's militant, but he's not like Fine. the main leader. I'm not about to be, yuck your yum. You want him younger a little bit, but he's still just kind of like a militant guy. I don't know. He could maybe be cabby in a fun way. Ooh, I could, he do could cabby. be cabby. He's not goofy he, Frage. He's not he's not he's not Encino Man Frage. He's cabby, maybe, to give him a little more time. Mark. Actually cabby. I like Cabby Frage. Cabby Frage could be decent. That works because he's goofy. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, I'm putting him as Brain probably. That makes the most sense. Brain's the easy choice. He could I think. maybe be the warden. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, but it's too. In a weird world, it could be Snake. Yeah, he's the Brain, isn't he? He's, he's Brain. He's a perfect Brain. Brain. Um, but Ooh, f- wild card. He's Troll. He's Romero. <laughs> oh, that's goofy. Oh, I want to see it. That but just just, just to play devil's advocate, I do like Brian. I think he'd be good there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the stage performers. He's the lead in the thea- <laughs> in the theater. Just fucking okay. kicking he's high. Out, though, he's the conductor, but he's uh, manning the helm from the piano. <laughs> he's the he's the pit band leader. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was looking for. There Thank you, go. you. That's my um, just wild card. This is the Holy Trinity. But we used to have Andy Dickin, and he's beloved by us, despite maybe what he's done in real life. I don't know. I just feel like I should throw that out there in case. But. Where would Andy Dick be in this movie? Because he's Romero. He's troll. He's obviously Romero. <laughs> he's the crazy guy when the bracelet's not on the president. And he's like, I'm the president oh, now. He's that guy. <laughs> that actually is good. That is good. That is good. Uh, Look, the, it's me. I'm the, the I'm no president the now. Guy, the guy in the sink just doing whatever. Yeah. Actually, trickle down real quick. That guy's getting punched in the back of the head for like <laughs> God knows how long. What the fuck is happening down there? Uh, should we move on to quotes? Quotes. 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 Favorite quotes. Quotes. Mark, what do you got? I'm ready to kick your ass out of this world, war hero. Here's the the, the quote that comes up again and again. Hmm. Snake Pilskin. I thought he was dead. Pliskin. Pliskin. Snake Pliskin. (laughs) I thought he was dead. Uh, kind of working off that. This is throughout the movie, but I like when uh, Snake is like, call me Snake, and then the people he doesn't like call me Pliskin, how he kind of flip-flops back and forth. Like, how at the beginning he tells the word and like, call me Snake, and at the end when he's like, hey, Snake, call me Pliskin. That's when he was like turning it on and off, I feel like. He's like, on is Snake. Mm-hmm. Is that off. what it is? That's what I think, because at the end he was like, nah. It's is that respect? Like, call me Pliskin. Like, we respect each other now? Is it that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I, I think feel respect like it, I feel is... like, no, I almost feel like it's like Snake is his, his Alter like, war. Ego? Is like, yeah, maybe. Mark, we need you to go in there and save the president. The president of what? My favorite president quote is, I oh, shot him. Sounds- I shot him nine times. <laughs> seven times. A1. I'm the A1. Here are the rules. You touch me, he dies. If you're not in the air in 30 seconds, he dies. You come back in, he dies. 20 seconds. 19. 18. <laughs> That's true. That's Romero. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, um, Romero was his name. Can I get a Romero quote? <laughs> You're not supposed to be in your brain. That's a Romero quote. <laughs> I did feel bad when he died. I thought Brain was being a little bit of a dick. He's crazy. Just hit him in the head. Spats and shit around. You think that'll stop him? Oh, trickle down animosity. Mm-hmm. It is really easy to shush Thunderdome crowd. Yeah. Hey, guys, quiet. He's quiet. The, he's the Qu- Duke, though. No. Huh? The other guy if did it. If you're in the center and your arms are raised, I guess that's maybe technically the thumb. No, no, no. The other guy did it. A guard once brain to 
to tell him that Similar, Brain you're in you're in his opera box. No, though. The, yeah, you, he's, you, he's in the presidential. You, you suite. respect the okay, opera box, okay. you know. You do okay. respect that. Hey, what's he saying? Uh, this is Snake when he's agreeing to it, but I guess I got to go in one way or another. I don't give a shit, but give me the papers. <laughs> Girl and chalk flow nuts. You're a cop? No, I'm an asshole. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. You must be a cop. That's a real sign. <laughs> yeah, really. And then this, immediately, oh no, the stairway from the stairs. This is between uh, Bob Hawk and Snake, but uh, I love this line when he's flying in. He's like, Pliskin, what are you doing? I'm playing with myself. I'm going in. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite version of the president saying, You are the Duke of New York. You are a number one. Is it when he's being tortured or is it when at the end when he's shooting it? Is when he's shooting. shooting it? Okay. It's when he's shooting. That, that, that's when he's most Loomis at the top of the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. He's, he's all 100% Loomis in there. He's when Duke gets Snake into the Thunderdome. They sent him in their best man. And when we roll across 59th Street Bridge tomorrow, on our way to freedom, we're going to have their best man leading the way. From the neck up, on the hood of my car. Uh, the last one I have is at the end of the movie, Bob Hawk to uh, Snake. You're going to kill me, Snake? Not now. I'm too tired. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that's that. That's a Western line. It, it really that is. That is his like uh, John Wayne line at the end of the movie. Into the sunset. If we missed any quotes, we apologize. Many, 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 many sorries. Um, if you want to write us in, feel free. At coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram and uh, tell us what we missed. Moving on to Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Top four. Uh, this movie is my, it's going to be movies that I set expectations way too high and almost to the detriment of the movie. This is Jordan's expectation management list. Okay. What do you, what's your bottom one? Dunkirk. Okay. I would, I would actually make that somewhere on my list. I'm going to rewatch it again. I've definitely seen it, but I, I put it, I mean, Christopher Nolan is at the top of his game. They, making a World War II movie. The thing with Christopher Nolan is he, he has teasers that just tease you. Christopher Nolan has completely. the best vague trailers, man. They are yeah. the, you don't know what's happening, but they look beautiful. But I, what what Christopher what, Nolan has these just crazy teasers that well, it's a war it's a war movie. So I think everyone thought it was going to be one a little more action packed. That's why I think Dunkirk was more confusing because you knew the story it existed. Um, it was still it's still a very good movie, and I've heard some things that explain more to me about the timeline. No, I agree. There, there have been things about the movie that, that since then I kind of want to watch it in that context and see if I understand it better. But that's on my list. So yeah. But I went into that fucking, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. Okay, moving on. Um, maybe I should have put this at number four. But Escape from New York. I had seen the ratings. Oh, wow. So you just, okay, quick I, on the list. I love John Carpenter. I thought it was going to be a little more action and cheesy. I had such high expectations. So this is my fault, not the movies. My expectations were so skyrocketed high. That I thought we were almost going to get another Big Trouble in Little China. You know, I think I like this movie a, a, a more than you that I wouldn't even put this on my list. I, I had decent expectations going in. I can see how it's on your list. But uh, hearing the podcast, I, I see why it is on your and list. And I'm disappointed in myself, not the movie. I want to reiterate that. <laughs> but um, had d- just in my head, I, the eye patch? It's got an eye patch on. Okay. thought we were going to be like, I don't know, more guitar riffs. <laughs> um, this one, Cameron's going to know this. Monuments Men. Oh. Holy shit. I'm surprised this isn't your number one, honestly. Jordan really built this movie up. It looked like Ocean's Eleven meets World War II. Th- this, you just you had got- visions of grandeur, that's yeah. all. I will say this one isn't your fault, though. This had a superstar cast and a fun 
uh, idea. I mean, this is a true story about the the platoon in World War II that was sent to like co- collect like historical ad- artifacts and paintings and stuff, and had like Bill Murray, so the John Nazis Goodman, were, like the George Nazis Clooney. were stealing the world's art collection, and they were going to steal it back for for civilization. And then we got an ace list cast. Was it directed by Steven Spielberg? No, it was directed by George Clooney. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. we got Leatherheads. Oh. Got leatherheads. Yeah, it was very disappointing. I will. Okay, I, but I, I. But to my fault, I went. So, the first two are good movies. That was my fault. This one, I just went in with such high hopes. Even if it was good, it maybe couldn't have lived up. Number one, and this one is a bad movie. But I went in. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. <sighs> the Brothers Grimm. I figured that was gonna be your number so one. high. Co-starring Heath Ledger and Matt Damon. It's a whimsical fairy tale. Kind of looks like it's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen meets the Grimm's fairy tale. It was garbage. So this came out when Jordan and I were still living at home with our parents. And I remember the buildup for you being excited about this. And then I remember the night you came home from the theater. You had to like sit everyone down to explain <laughs> your disappointment in the movie you just saw. And no one really cared, but you were just so upset about it. But even if it was good, it was my fault. <laughs> It wasn't, but so I'm just trying to think of some other movies that like were expected to be super good and just uh, just like on the mainstream sense, not just your list. Like I got yeah. a softball like one for you. Could that be like one? Ooh, Ooh Hancock. Yeah. yeah, that one that seems could have been better. Uh, I will also even put I another. Think... I'll put another Will Smith in there. Also, I Am Legend, just with a different ending, could have been uh, a better movie. Yeah. Uh, I got one that's hanging in front of your face, and it's Public Enemies with Johnny Depp. Ooh. The trailers for that movie were great, but it just really lacked a story. I mean, it, it wasn't. It fell flat. Yeah, I mean, it had the set pieces, it had the look, even minus the fact it was kind of it was recorded okay. in red the the first time. It was like a big ma- major film on that, and it kind of looks stale because oh, red. of that. For they some, did it on the red one, and it looks like a home video. A movie that uh, a Michael Bay movie where people went in with high expectations oh, and Pearl were let Harbor. down. It's got to be Pearl Harbor. <laughs> they thought they were gonna get. Saving Private Ryan. That came off the w- the wake of Saving Private Ryan, and that's why that expectation uh, management was so not. bad. Also, uh, yeah. Camera gets tricked by any vague movie trailer. I think Love you know a this. Good vague movie trailer. But what did you? Yeah, get? yeah, exactly. Where they don't tell if they don't tell you the plot, doesn't that seem like a red flag? It's a Christopher Nolan trailer, though. That's what they do. They're like mystery, good cinematography. What is it? I don't know, but you'll figure it out. Maybe you won't, though. Uh, something I didn't know. I the just village? saw this. I just saw this. Oh, wow. wow. I don't remember the trailer, but uh, that's I've quit. I quit. That him. has to be your number one, because you gave up on M. Night Shyamalan entirely because of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I didn't go in with high expectations. Yeah, you did, because we went in off of signs, and you were. So, that's why you're so pissed off. You wouldn't be against M. Night Shyamalan if you wouldn't have been so excited for the village. I quit him. I don't need the twist. Yeah, exactly. Just make monsters. That, actually, that is your number one. You call, You gave up, but you won't even watch Lady I quit I was right. I was don't, right. Hey, don't yell. I don't yell right. into the mic. No, because Lady in the Water is a good movie. Get fucked. I thought the mag was going to be better. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> I just what is the- thought we were going to see a big shark do some shit, and it wasn't. He's oh. on the mag? Okay, I will. I'll give you this. <laughs> He's I, on the mag? I'll give him this. Expectation management. That movie made you... He's my category is that, expectation that, management. That movie, I didn't think it was going to be let Jaws. Me, let me... Okay. But I movie, thought it would be at least I will, Deep Blue Sea. I will agree with you on this. That movie made it seem like you were going to see the big shark more than like an hour into the movie, because it did take a long-ass time to get that as a plot I point. thought he was going to eat... Everything. Yeah, I know he did, and he didn't. Sorry, that one. I'll oh, sorry. You. And then I'll do this just just because we're doing it. The Wolfman, Benicio del Toro. I thought that was gonna be awesome. That did have. They good let previews. us down. Actually, that did have good previews. Is it that had... them? 
It's us, but the reverse. The they did have good previews, and it did have a good cast. Had a good, it, Guillermo del Toro, too, I'm pretty sure, right? It actually had everything going for it. It just was boring. And I think they worked with the guy that did uh, the special effects for Werewolf in London and that that makeup artist. But it just didn't work. My final one, was this was something that I loved the book, and it's actually grown on me over time just because I've watched it, but Harry Potter 3 was nowhere near as oh, good as the other Harry Potters. At that's that actually a good one. I was so deep into the game back then. Uh, this could go on forever, so if you guys have any expectation managements, make sure you write us in. Of course, we're always looking for movie requests. You can either hit us up, DM us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Cult Classic Pod, or you can just go straight up old school. Email us at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com for movie requests, any um, Trinity recommendations. Of course, if you could share us, rate us, review, we'd love feedback, be it positive. And if you want a private messages, constructive feedback, we'll accept it. But don't make it public. Uh, always like and subscribe. All that good jazz. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.